1: It is Friday, the 25th of June. The show comes to you each and every weekday at about the same time. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, the Eric Zancho Podcast begins now.
0: This is Zaniac Joe Pellerito. And
2: Danny Pellerito.
3: SP. It's the Eric Zane Show Podcast. Give me an e.
4: e. E. Give me a Z. Z. Give me a S. 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 Give me a P. P. E. What's that
3: spell? S. F. What's that spell? S. F. All right, listen. It's the Eric Zane Show Podcast Show. Yeah, that's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric Zane.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate
2: that yeah.
1: uh, uh, welcome mm-hmm. to the air show podcast this is the daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures monday through friday right here hope you're all doing well it is an absolute shit show outside. Washout. Holy moly. Raining like you wouldn't believe. And I think it's going to do that all weekend long here. Ah. yeah, Nothing, nothing but rain. Holy cow. Absolute catastrophe. Have you been following the story about how the massive heat wave out west? God. Uh, you know, they're like, it's... Uh, th- the fact that they're uh they uh pointed out and say yes it is uh month and a half way too soon before uh, we get this type of heat and i'm always like ah, shit it just i don't know have this uh feeling of dread that the that the earth is is about to crack in half when i see stories like that and uh i'm like it just bumps me out i just i i just hope to god uh it, it, we get a little bit more stability in climate i'm a uh I'm kind of half in the pool on global warming. No, I'm I'm all the way in the pool, but I'm just, I I don't want it to be true. You know, there are, there are people who think, oh yeah, there, there, there is no, nothing to worry about. The climate is absolutely fine. There hasn't been a problem, but that's not true at all. I mean, seriously, uh, it, it just scares the shit out of me. There's, there's a lot of things like that, that, uh, uh, get under my skin. Whenever I hear about the idea that I've been talking about this on the show, the idea of us running out of oil, is that right? Does anybody really know? I mean, if you go and look, you can t- find sources that tell you that uh, are 20 years away from the end of oil. And then uh, other sources say we will never, ever run out of oil. Now, I'm not, not exactly a... Uh, uh, we have to have oil in order to, uh, I mean, for all the, uh, uh, I mean, driving cars and things like that, that obviously, but, um, I, you know, there's, there's a, a whole uh, long list of things that we need oil for my God, the computers that we're using right now, we have to have oil for they're, they're made from oil. You're like, what? Yeah, well, it's true. Look it up, man. He, uh, anything that's plastic is oil, son of a bitch. So that worries me. Can you imagine if we suddenly had no oil and all of these things that we use on a day-to-day basis? We, we, that's it. Once you, once you break the ones you got, you're done. You have nothing else. Ooh, and you see, I'm going to be old and feeble at that point. Well, I'm already old and feeble, but it'll be at a point where it's like, ah, boy, uh, Okay, here are the old folks home. We got this big mouth guy with a giant nose, keeps crapping his pants, and uh, boy, it's a good thing we've got all these hospital supplies to keep him. Oh, no, we're all out of them? Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't have any oil. Well, he has to die. It's kind of weird. Drink it if you got it. Stand by. There might be one or two new audience members here on the, uh, live, on the live stream of the show. Because as you can see, uh, Carl is going to join me at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, for a lot of you, you're like, who is this Carl? What's up with Carl? Well, you know, um, to be honest with you, uh, uh, I stumbled upon his podcast. And uh, I liked it enough that I kind of gravitated towards it. And the next thing you know, uh, we've uh, struck up a kind of like a... uh, a friendship, a relationship, uh, uh, m- more like on a professional level. I mean, I don't call Carl and ask him to help me out with my problems, or I think, God forbid. But uh, it, it it is pretty great because, uh, as I've indicated, I've touted many, many times before how it's, it's excellent what he's created uh, from nothing. And I know that this is going to, if it hits the ears of one Kate in New Jersey, she's going to give some disgusted remark, disgusting remark. Oh, yeah, this is riveting, which I still haven't gotten over yet. My God. Uh, But anyway, so I made friends with Carl and um, his show reviews podcasts. In case you don't know, he listens to podcasts. he, He takes clips out of the podcast and then he lampoons it. He roasts it, if you will. Now, right up my alley. Okay. In fact, as it goes, and he says that one thing happened, but I'm telling you that's not what happened. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, maybe it was... Subconscious, is that how you say it? Uh, maybe on a subconscious level, I wanted this to happen, but I'm going to tell you from my perspective how this unfolded. And he still thinks that I'm a liar and he still thinks that I'm making that shit up. Uh, but there's nothing I can do about that. I can't control what Carl thinks. Hold on. I'm going to finish this and then I swear to God, I'm done with the coffee. Sorry. Okay. So bear with me. Last year, I'm driving to Tennessee. And on Apple Podcasts, it gives, gives you the old, you might like this. And I see it looks like a trash can with a set of headphones on it. And it says, who are these podcasts? I don't know what it is. I click on it. I'm quickly able to ascertain that uh, a bunch of smart asses which is right at my alley, are saying asshole ish things, which is again right at my alley, about other podcasts. And I mean, out of context, just ripping it a new one. And I'm like, oh my God, this is everything I've ever dreamed of. I've actually thought about doing this exact thing, but couldn't quite get my mind around it, you know? Plus, everything with me takes forever. I liked it so much that I, um, well, actually, in the back of my mind, I was thinking to myself, God, I hope I never get in their crosshairs. I remember thinking that. And then I remember coming back from vacation and uh, bragging about him on this show, about how I liked the show. And then I would um, I decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a little networking. I'm going to try to make a friend. I'm going to reach out to him and tell him how much I enjoy the show. This is me talking about your show. Carl thinks that that was all a fucking ruse, that I did that just to be um, lampooned on his show. He thinks I secretly did that just to get the attention. And uh, Carl, fuck you. You're crazy. There is, I am a, look, I am a extremely sensitive individual when it comes to this show, all right? And uh, especially a year ago, I mean, it changes all the time, but. Uh I mean I don't have any confidence now but I had a lot less confidence in. And uh when you're alone you got nobody you you your your mind sometimes plays tricks on you that you know you're never going to make it you're going to fail even though I've been doing this for quite some time it's kind of the way I think I don't know whatever. Um so I sent him that and I didn't hear anything from him. Time passes. Um I think I was driving uh, down Baldwin back to my house and I thought about, I was listening to him and then I checked my email and it says, Eric, how are ya? Uh, I'm gonna you? Uh, I'm going to feature you. I forget the wording of it. Uh, he, I, I, I forgot all about this email. Cause I just thought he ignored it, you know, no big deal. Well, he didn't, he saw it and, um, then he told me, "You are going to be featured on next week's Who Are These podcasts." He does. He ripped off the Opie and Anthony thing. Jack Tober, where Opie and Anthony would listen to other radio shows and rip them a new one. He's doing that now. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So, um I wrote back. I go, "I'm simultaneously excited but extremely scared about this." And you remember on the on this podcast for a week, I was like, "Oh no, it's coming, it's coming!" And he even played the tease about me. He played me. Um Uh, uh, talking about him on his show a week before it actually happened. Oh Fuck. And uh, I thought, well, maybe it's not going to be so bad. Um, And, you know, honestly, when I listen back to it, um, I don't recall being that butthurt uh, about what he said about me when he actually featured me the week after. I was like, oh, fuck. Now, he says on his show that I have made up this, this story and that this is all fucking bullshit and a lie. Well... I mean, this is the only thing we don't see eye to eye on because what I just said is one million percent true. And it's uh, it was kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. But it happened exactly as I said it. So, uh, whatever. Fucking idiot. So, all right. Then Mark in New Orleans reaches out to me. He goes, you should be on that show. You should go on his show. And uh, Because what I did do is when... He did talk about me. What I One thing I wanted to make sure I didn't do was act like it wrecked my day. And I uh, and it, it, I was worried that it would. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it uh, that it could have been. Which, all right, great. And I got a lot of attention out of it, so that's awesome. And then uh, I, I kind of rolled with it, if you will. And um, uh, engaged his audience on Reddit. And uh, it was fine. And everybody, uh, you know, a lot of the times Carl will beat the shit out of a show. And then the people take it poorly. I thought, well, I can't do that. You know, um, it's kind of the nature of the beast. Uh, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth here. So, uh, that was that. And, uh, then months later, Mark says, you should reach out to him and ask him to be, if you can host. I didn't expect to get this quick of a turnaround, frankly, but I, I was sitting, I was seated right here and I went, yeah, no, he's not going to want to do that because he's made fun of me in the past. So he he'd look like a phony if he started to like befriend me, publicly or you know engage me like that on another level, and then Mark says, "Well, no, he has he's done this before." Like, ah, well, whatever. So right there, I fired off a text. Hey, let me let me uh, uh, fill in or uh, review a show with you, and like ten seconds later, swear to God, he wrote back, "Yeah, okay, you're up." What? So I roll back to my go, dude. He's gonna, he's gonna let me do this. Well, son of a bitch. So we reviewed a show called um, uh, Jamar Jones. Was that what it's called? I forget. I don't know. It was the dude. It's this really lovable, silly, playful kid who is just ridiculously. I don't know. He's just a kind of like a free spirit and he uh, he sings, and his podcast is just the dumbest thing ever, and we reviewed it, and it, it, it won a lot of people over. It was a hit. We actually did quite well, and uh, I was like, holy shit. So that's good. That is very good for your old pal Eric, and this is what I mean by that because in this game of podcasting, you know, if you're exposed to a new audience, somebody's going to like you, and if that's the case, You know, you get new people onto your show and that's how you build an audience. So, awesome. Well, the other day, uh, not long ago, you reached out to me and said, hey man, let's do your, uh, let's do it, uh, join me on the show again. And that comes up Saturday. We record Saturday on Discord, which I just realized I did not go live on Discord. What an idiot. Damn it. Hello. So, uh, that's a, stupid thing to do so all right um we are reviewing the bobby lee podcast called tiger belly i say nothing about the show the rule is you don't you don't talk about the show until you actually do the show so i've listened to a lot of comedian bobby lee's comedian and actor bobby lee's podcast um We're also reviewing Stuttering John. And we are reviewing Opie. From the Opie and Anthony show. Um, The interesting thing about Opie from the Opie and Anthony show is, well, it's very, very difficult to listen to. I'll just say this. Because all he does is aggressively attack the people on his live stream and it's painful it's absolutely painful it's just it he sounds like a raving lunatic i couldn't even handle it i uh it's the first time i've ever sat down and said i am going to listen to it okay i listened to an entire uh two hour stuttering john show I did make it to the other side. And when you're listening to these shows as work, because this is work, you have to listen very, very intently. And it's fatiguing. It's tiresome. It's not easy. And then you have to like, okay, I need a jumping off point. I have to pull a clip. I have to, where am I going to go with that? When I play it, do I have a joke? Am I writing anything? Is this just a clip that speaks for itself? There's a million and one things you got to do. And so you you do all this homework during the week preparation. John, stuttering John is hard to listen to. It's very difficult. Opie is near is impossible. I made it ten to fifteen minutes. I could not do it. I stopped. I said, Fuck you, Carl. I'm I can't do it. I felt like Britney Spears. Talking about the conservatorship. Carl, I will not be held captive by this bullshit anymore. Fuck you. Fuck Opie. And the damnedest thing about it is this guy. He's been behind a microphone for decades. How can you not have any uh, awareness of how to present, how to have thoughts, formulate them? Write things down, ideas, a direction of where you're going to go. It's fucking horrible. Son of a bitch. I've never heard anything like it. It's so fucking bad. Nick writes, aggressively attacking the audience, you say. Hmm, not sure where I've seen that type of behavior before. Okay. All right. Okay, you want to fucking kick the hornet's nest, huh? All right, mouth. All right, mouth. (laughs) Oh, you know, I... I... All right, maybe you're right a little bit. (laughs) This person is new. Bleach. Bleach. I show sure hope this guy doesn't put my podcast on. I'll email so he knows who I am. What? He's putting my podcast on. Oh, no. Well, okay. Let me explain that. The idea was, in the back of my head, I said, you know, at some point, he's going to find me. If I preemptively, okay, this is uh, um, getting ahead of something. This is trying to get ahead, trying to win favor. That's, that was the thought process, as flawed as it may be. Uh, it, it, again, a, a little weird, I know. But that was, and it did backfire on me. Absolutely. At the time, a backfire. Absolutely a backfire. But, but it has worked out because I now have an ally, if you will. So, all right. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Uh, Dirk, uh, uh, you know, writes, what are you, Kenny? You called attention to yourself. Then now claim, claim. You didn't want the attention. Now, that's true, and I understand how that looks. And first of all, don't don't. Uh, uh, it was one year ago, okay. So let's let's uh, let's, uh, let's stay focused here. Second of all, uh, Kenny is uh, is very raw right now. Leave him alone. Don't don't work him into this, okay. He is he's very very fragile. Let's have a uh, let's have a moratorium on the uh, on the blasts uh, at Kenny, okay. Would you please? Okay. That would be great. Tyler says, if by backfire, you mean work perfectly, then yes, it backfired. I'm telling you, I was scared to death initially. It did happen to work out, but at the time, it felt fucking horrible. Okay. So, Carl at nine. There is news And I'll just warm you up for it uh, with this. Um, Stuttering John, of course, years with the Stern Show. Years. Uh, He has been, since 2018, embroiled in a lawsuit. He sued Sirius XM. And the uh, point of the lawsuit was, you cannot play any clips from me anywhere else because i don't work there anymore now let me tell you i have been down this road i guess every deal is different but uh, i i'm quite certain that the attorneys at work at serious uh knew what they were doing and that is uh if it happens within their walls uh if something happens uh on the stern show in the past it is the it is a uh, pr- part of the uh Part of the Stern Show, okay. That is that is all encompassing. If it happens on that show, it's uh, it is the property of of them, okay. And uh, it, it kind of uh, uh, moves this big giant archive of material uh, from terrestrial radio to Sirius. It's all done. Uh, under the umbrella of the Stern Show and whoever uh, owns the Stern Show, and so you know, when Sirius signs Howard Stern, you know they pay a lot of money for the whole deal. You know, you get everything. Is uh, is be- and then so so for years, John is on doing the show. He leaves the show. He's pissed off and butthurt that they still use his voice on there. Uh, when when I left Free Beer and Hot Wings, holy shit! You know, I relinquish all of that. Okay, you, it is your property. The words I said when I was on your show, they are yours. Okay, that is accepted. You leave. It's, you, you leave that there. You start something new. John didn't think so. He's like, no way, man. Uh, if you play anything with my voice on it, I'm going to sue you. And he did. The judge f- uh, weighed in on this yesterday. It just fucking happened yesterday. Sure, a lot of you understand what the hell happened. Um, by now, talked uh, talking with Carl a little bit about that and a little bit of a preview of our show without revealing anything. All right, that'll be in about thirty-four minutes. So, welcome to any members of the WATP audience to this. Thank you, I appreciate it. If you would. Uh, If you ever want to hear my show, the audio podcast is available right after this show gets done. I uh, post it online and you can download it wherever you download podcasts or subscribe at Eric's dot com on your uh, platform that you listen to the show on or listen to podcasts on. Please subscribe. That would be fantastic. And listen to your heart's content. Uh, And of course, the show is also available live every day, Monday through Friday, that is. Uh, And it's uh, on the same spot on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Please share this brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV comment away. We have the uh, number of people that are enjoying the show right now. Thank you. Make friends, make yourselves at home, comment on the shit I'm talking about and let's have some fun on uh, Twitter. A Periscope video brought to you by blue frost. IT. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter. If you would follow me, please, that would be uh, very, very fantastic. I appreciate it. If you would retweet it with a snarky comment, please. Say something rude. Get it off your chest. And uh, there you go. On YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Just search it out. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. Off you go. I'm on Instagram. I never post. Instagram is brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And as always you can leave me an email Eric at dot on the shoreliners striping inbox uh, I posted this information that Carl was going to be on on the who are these podcasts subreddit and um, Carl has lots of relationships with lots of people in the in this whole. Uh, radio podcasting industry. He was a radio junkie before he started doing the podcast. That's how he kind of has a has a strong sensibility about timing and things like that. He gets it. Uh, he has become a broadcaster almost by uh, through osmosis of paying attention to enough things and uh, uh, figuring out how to keep your uh, conversations moving and content and all that all that sorts of shit. Um, so uh, there's a number of people that uh, populate his Reddit his subreddit. And so I, being that I want fans of WATB to know that he's going to be on this show, I announced, hey, Carl's going to be on. Feel free to check it out. Now, Carl has enemies. It, it, they tend to be the people. Uh, people who are enemies of Anthony Cumia are now, are now enemies of Carl. Uh, Carl likes Anthony. Uh, he's always found him funny. And hell, uh, for that matter, he always was a fan of the Opie and Anthony show. Opie's apparently lost his mind now, so he rips him a new one all the damn time. Opie gets butthurt by that. Uh, Anthony's kind of uh, transitioned from any type of uh, content on a terrestrial or satellite format, Radio to online, before it was cool. He created a uh, podcasting network called Compound Media, when everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're a fucking asshole. There's no way this is going to work. It, it kind of worked. You know, he's got a stable of shows, and he's able to do his thing. Okay, so I post, um, hold on, (laughs) sorry, I was just distracted, I post, hey, I'm going to be on, uh, Carl's going to be on the show, and someone writes, yeah, ask Carl why he shadow bans people on subreddit whenever they say anything bad about Anthony Cumia. And uh, I don't even know what the fuck that means. So I I don't even know what shadow banning is, if I'm even saying that right. I'm old. And I wrote, well, yeah, I asked him about fucking with this guy, whoever he is. He's some troll. I go, yeah, you know what? Uh, I asked Carl about that earlier and uh, he answered that he wants to have butt sex with Anthony and uh, I want to have butt sex with Anthony too. So that's, that's basically where that comes from. So this guy is an idiot, whoever this person is. And he wrote, yeah, suck my dick. He said, and he says all these terrible accusations about Anthony that I, I don't know. I have no idea. I've never heard of them. Uh, He says, those are this horrible shit out. And I'm like, Oh wow. Holy shit. That ramped up quickly. So this goes on and this guy just goes crazy. And, uh, so I'm like, oh, well, I, suddenly I'm embroiled in this. Uh, and then eventually it all gets deleted. Uh, Adam in Houghton Lake says, it's it Zumach. No I, no, I actually wrote, I go, all right, Opie, thanks anyway. Because <laughs> Opie hates Anthony. It's just a fucking shit show. Ah, so there I am. Uh, Chad Zumach, what the fuck ever happened to Chad? I, You know, I don't know. Um,
3: There's so much content out there in general. And there's just so many fucking voices. Apparently, I mean, in a, in a podcast war with somebody, I didn't even have you heard of some dude named Eric Zane? Mm, I've heard of Billy, but not Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> this guy just started trashing <laughs> me on who are these podcasts. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? And then um, somebody, somebody sent me the clip. Is this I, the I, Free Beer and Hot Wings guy? Yeah, I Googled. Yeah, who is he?
1: Who could this guy be? Uh, oh, I know everything about him.
3: Them. And he was on that show, free beer, and hot wings. That fucking hacky. It was like I think it was syndicated, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. So <laughs> I think this market was Grand Rapids, Michigan. By the way, I know. And I didn't even want to know. Uh, that's not true. I don't
1: even like to give them credit, but uh,
3: that's not true at all. The show's very popular. It does very well. Oh, anything about this dude? But I just did a little. First of all, his last name's not Zane. Of course, Ooh. he changed the name because that's what these radio dudes do. So it, I can't even pronounce his real last name. But yeah, it was just like he's he's trying to start this like radio war with me, and I'm like I'm so not interested in it.
1: Um, I still want to fight him. Uh, what the fuck is? And I I he was uh. I haven't I haven't picked on him. I got bored with that. And so I haven't heard anything from from Chad. I know that uh, he he does comedy in Florida, and he calls himself Florida's greatest, which is just like fuck. He says it's a joke, but it's not. He really thinks he's the greatest. Uh, yeah, it, it, we're not Zoomock intensive on this next episode. We we've moved on. It's it's over. Uh, it was uh, a rather one sided affair. I still would love to actually fight him. And, you know, and I, I lo- would love to float this by Carl. You know, uh, everybody's doing celebrity boxing these days. I would love nothing more than to fight Chad. Uh, Carl has a live show coming up in Chicago on August 28th. That's very, that's not far at all from where I am right now in beautiful West Michigan. So I will buy my tickets very soon and I'm going to go to the live version of his show in Chicago. I right, Call up Ben, say, hey, Ben, you're coming with me to go see Carl because he listens to the show too. We're going to drive to Chicago to uh, some suburb community outside of Chicago and see WATP live. So I'm looking forward to that at the end of the summer. All right uh so okay carl in about 20 uh 26 minutes if you are enjoying the podcast on the live stream and you're new to this and you have a question for carl by all means uh leave it in the uh in the comments and um yeah we carl can address that if you have any questions for carl if uh you can, you can leave them on the live stream, no matter what you're watching on, and then uh, we will address it. Bobby says, I want to go. Well, what you do is uh, if you do want to go see Carl's show live, what you would do is go to WATPLive.com. It is at Afterlife Music Hall at Brower House. That is the name of the venue in Lombard, Illinois. You can get tickets for 20 bucks. You can get a high top table for four at a primo spot. The whole table is 120 bucks. So you can pool your money. Uh, and the tickets are different price points $37.50, $20, $30. Uh, There's like a, a, a pre show beer tasting for 60 bucks. So I'm going to go to this damn thing with Ben to see how he does this thing. In fact, let me just show you this. This is the best way to do this. There you go. That's the logo I saw when I went, what the fuck is this show all about? And now here we are. Less than one year later, I have him on the show, and we're talking about his live show. Fun. Very, very cool. Ah... Uh, Terry says, I have tons of family in, in Lombard. Do I say Lombard? Is that how you say it? All right. I'm only an hour from the city, says Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, let's hang out. So what we can do is we can do a rendezvous with Zane Show podcast listeners. And then I can we can powwow there as, uh, as Eric Zane Show podcast listeners and then watch Carl do his thing. That might be fun. Chris writes, Daisy's face. Look at that Daisy face. There's nothing better than the face of an English bulldog. Holy crap. Tongue hanging out. Just fantastic. You know, she's seven years old now. Uh, Ron and Ron hosted a fake presidential run. Okay. I don't know what that means. I shouldn't have read that. Derek wrote, everyone knows that Larry the Cable Guy is Florida's favorite comedian. Okay. Plenty to get to on the show today. Uh, This weekend, I'm going to Independence Pro Wrestling. I haven't been to a wrestling event since I went to Wing Stadium in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And the, the best part about wrestling is heckling the wrestlers. You, you don't want to go over the top on your heckling. You don't want to just call them terrible names and swear at them. And besides, I wouldn't do that anyway at this event. This is a family event. However, uh, the idea is to somehow say things that make them break character. That's what I try to do. Okay? I try to get... I try to... Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't try to uh, uh, hit them with quantity. I try to hit them with quality. Okay? Two times at this wrestling event at Kalamazoo's wing stadium, when I was front row, I made wrestlers break character. One of them was a lady wrestler who came out and she was uh, a little bit chunky, but funky. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I had a, I remember I had a, a bowl of, of ice cream, uh, the kind that they put in like a helmet, you know, and I don't know why they were selling that there, but I had a helmet full of ice cream and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm scooping the ice cream as she walks by into the spoon. I'm going, here, you want some? And so uh, well, I'm trying to say, you're a fat ass. You're probably hungry. And the message was received because she got so pissed off at that. She stopped what she was doing and just looked at me like I was fucking nuts. And uh, then CM Punk, you remember CM Punk? He gets thrown out of the ring. Okay. And he's down on the floor. Uh, with his hand on the apron, and I am, you know, seven feet away. And uh, all I said was this I remember it well because my kids thought it was so cool. Uh, he, he obviously was just doing his thing, not, not really injured. I go, Punk! Punk! So I know he hears me, and people are just looking at him. I go, What are you doing? just like that and for some reason that made him look up and start to laugh (laughs) so uh, i guess it struck him a particular way and uh so i i got oh my god look at it. so that is the goal now uh, we're not dealing with the wwe here but we are uh, dealing with people who take this very very seriously uh, Independence Pro Wrestling. You heard me talk to Josh Raymond, the guy who owns the Enterprise and wrestles in it. He has wrestled in all the various uh, promotions, uh, uh, a ring of honor, and uh, uh, what's the one thing called? I, uh, Juggalo Wrestling. I think there actually is an organization called Juggalo Wrestling Federation or some shit, which those guys take it very seriously. Um, So I had an interview with him, and uh, Joey Williamson was with me who is, uh, uh, you know, a dick bag. And also he helped me on the interview. So thank you to dick bag Joey Williamson for the assistance. So okay, uh, the wrestling event is in this community of Grand Rapids where it's, I mean, this isn't the biggest town, but it's bigger than Kalamazoo and Kalamazoo is wrestling all the fucking time. They should have wrestling events here. Josh puts it on. So uh, I love the idea of the heckle fest. So I bought, uh, Five front row tickets to this yesterday, and I've uh, been rounding people up, trying to get people to go. Now the idea was get my wife there to go and get the NFK, but I think I'm abandoning that. This is how it went uh because I reached out to Stu McAllister, comedian Stu McAllister, comedian Ben Glaze, they're in, and then I talked to Rainbow Flag Jeremy, and uh. His, his uh, gay lover, Rico, husband. So I've got uh, Rico and Jeremy are going. So those two are going to be staring at tons of fresh dick. And I'm going to be there with them. I'll probably also looking at fresh dick. Stu, I know, is going to have his mouth agape. So us five gay guys are going to be there uh, in the front row, heckling the shit out of the wrestlers. It's going to be awesome. Let me just say, last time I hung out with Rico and Jeremy, it was here at this house when they came over for the graduation, and we had a fucking ball. So we are going to destroy this. Holy shit, we're going to have so much fun. I cannot wait to share with you the adventure that will be our experience at Independence Pro Wrestling. If you want to go to this, I'm going to provide the link in the show notes to this podcast. you got to go to this damn thing, Okay. Now, I expect you to be unruly, but don't be an idiot because there will be kids there. I want you to be measured in your idiocy if you go. But I'll be there. Rainbow flag Jeremy, rainbow flag Rico, Stu McAllister, Ben Glaze. The five of us in a row, you must be there. I'm very, very excited about this. You know who else is going to be there? Uh, is Josh. Go, Josh. Uh, I can't even talk. Go, Josh. Go from um, he works for the Griffins, used to work in radio uh, you've, uh, at on W Light years ago here in Grand Rapids. You know, Josh. Josh is the ring announcer. All right. Uh, Adam, Xavier Woods wrestling there. I don't know. Chant cheese, cheese, cheese at him. Take a a bump or two, you'd be my hero. I have. I wonder if I can find that video. Eric, I've tried this before, right? Eric Zane Wrestling. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I can find that. Maybe uh, Pellerito can help me out with that. He is great at tracking shit down. When I uh, wrestled against the midgets... Oh my God. What a time we had. What was amazing about wrestling against those dudes is, um, my opponent is probably dead. Now his name is Butch Cassidy, this little fucker. And I've told this story before, but it's worth telling again. He goes, okay. Uh, and he's talking to my manager, uh, Andy Anderton. He goes, okay, Eric's going to throw me out of the ring. I've got a blade here in my uh taped up in my wrist when I am uh on the floor of the uh of the venue i'm gonna grab that and i'm gonna nick my head okay well while this midget is doing that, Andy kicks him in the back of the head now what was supposed to be just a little little scrape to make the blood flow. Turns out it's an absolute gaping wound the size of a fat trailer horse vagina. It goes right into his head. And so he has to pull the metal out of his head. And he goes, well, I guess I'm bleeding. And, man, did he bleed. And then he says to me, this is like days goes, make sure you punch the cut, Eric. Punch the actual cut. And it really jazzed it up. So I don't need to do that anymore because he's got a huge wound that he needs stitches on, but he gets, he gets back in the ring and I him, hold, I'm holding him by the hair and I go, bam, bam, as hard as I can right in the head. And it's just like the, the blood is shooting out everywhere. I'm like, Oh my God. Holy shit. Fuck. Oh no, my God. It's running all over his face. It was incredible. Uh, and then that other little fucker hit me with a piece of driftwood and that guy got the pin on me. One, two, three. It was great fun. I know how to take a bump. He actually did teach me how to take a bump. And you know that maneuver when you throw yourself at the ropes and you bounce off them? Even that is hard. You got to know how to do that. And there's there's just a skill involved in all of this. You have to learn it. You can't just go in there and, and, and throw yourself on the ground. You're going to get hurt. You have to be very careful what you do. I know how to take a bump. I know how to wind up on my back and not get hurt. Just kick your your feet up and you you land on your back. God, I got to find that video. All right. So that is uh, going on this weekend. I cannot wait for that. Wrestling this weekend. Okay. Now, on this show, I have detailed with you many times the uh, um, uh, scoring system I have in the household. Uh, it is, uh, it's kind of like a, uh, a, a floating system of, uh, positive vibes. And if I am polite and this is how I've stayed married for 29 years, by the way. Okay. Um, it's acknowledging that this exists. The quicker you stupid idiots understand that there is a point system. It might be named differently. Uh, some people describe it as a love bucket. If you put points into the love bucket, you're good. The love bucket is full. If you act like an asshole, you punch a hole in the love bucket and all the love bucket points drain out of it. You don't want to punch a hole in your own love bucket. So you got to be very, very careful. Now with the years of experience at my disposal on how to damage the love bucket and how to fill the love bucket, I have it mastered, okay? I am over the hump. It'll be 29 years, July 18th, that I've been with the queen of the – that I've been married to the queen of the forest. We've been together for more than 30 years, okay? And, man, we are crushing it. Now, I'll be totally honest with you. There is a, a, a plenty of times when she could have said, I am sick and tired of the love bucket being empty. Okay. The love bucket is empty. You're doing something wrong. At some point, I had an epiphany about how to keep the love bucket full. Frankly, it came with trial and error of repeatedly depleting the love bucket with Pooh Bear points. My better half, you know I refer to her as Pooh Bear. Only I can refer to her as that. Boring Dean, you should take note of that fucking drives me nuts uh so you know as i've gotten older i've calmed down quite a bit there was a time in my life when i wasn't nearly as thoughtful as i am now okay uh i try to make sure she is in a in good spirit good mind good body not stressed in any way uh I, I, i i pick my battles wisely I have a, she has a huge, uh, uh, rope. She can, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't have her on a short leash. These are all terrible references to describe your marriage, but it's, it's the easiest way to get my point across. Uh, she gets a lot of grace. Okay. You want, you want that. You want to just, you want to ignore the things that are the little tedious things. It's just, oh, she's just being her. That's nuance. Okay. That's how you have a happy marriage. If you don't do these things, you wind up divorced. That's terrible. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I've learned this. Some of you, uh, it would do you uh, do good to listen to me about the whole love bucket and the points thing. We had a bad day yesterday, and this is what I mean by this. Um. As it goes, I told you there was two eye rolls that happened in the house uh, yesterday, okay? And she said, all right, hey, I saw that, and you did it twice. That's 150 Pooh Bear points right there. Watch it. So, okay, I'm like, yeah. Now, if it ended there and I did nothing else to piss her off, that's okay. Um, but where, where I run into trouble is if you then follow up a minor infraction with a doozy, you don't want that to happen now a lot of this comes because of my insatiable appetite for food that's where the next problem occurs because the day before the queen of the forest went to meyer and bought one of those damn uh uh uh, 10 piece chicken dinners fried chicken and it's uh, god it's so amazing god they, they they really do a hell of a job there i don't think you can fuck up fried chicken but theirs is perfect It's like seven bucks. You got 10 pieces. You got five legs, five thighs. Oh, my God. Dark meat superior to white meat, in my opinion. Queen of the Forest brings it home. She has a piece. And uh, the NFK, our brother-in-law, has two. Seven pieces left. Okay. Uh, On Wednesday night, the evening that they eat. Okay, now remember I've told you I've been training for the uh, half marathon. I have been training. I haven't missed. But what I haven't done is eaten appropriately. That has not happened at all. I, in fact, it's worse. I sat down Wednesday and ate five, count them, five pieces of that chicken. So what was, there was 10. When those two got done eating, there was seven remaining. I ate five. Five pieces of fried chicken. She's already in bed. I take the last two and put them in a bag and put them in the fridge. Yesterday. Yesterday, we all wake up. This two, p- Diana sees that. She doesn't say anything, but she's had like, holy fuck, he ate five pieces of chicken. Son of a bitch. Yesterday, I get done with the podcast. I'm starving. I went to the fridge. I ate one. And then I got the second one out. and I said, you know, and she's at work, working at the YMCA. She's going to be home at lunchtime. And I said to myself, you know, she's probably going to want to have chicken when she gets home. You want to lose Pooh Bear points? Eat that chicken. And I said, well, maybe she'll forget about it. Maybe she will not, she will, will have forgotten all about the chicken. So I did it. I murdered it. I ate that chicken, so that means of uh, of the uh, uh, ten pieces of chicken I've eaten seven. I came up here, I started to prepare for the patreon bonus podcast. No actually I had I had already done it, but I hadn't posted it. I looked at my phone. At about 10.45. She wrote, please don't eat the last two pieces of chicken. You ate five pieces yesterday. (laughs) I sent her that emoji that looks like concerned. Eyes wide. I gave her that one. Uh, And then I wrote, too late. OK, so that's a problem. You got to understand how enraged she is with that. Now, what I should have done is said, yeah, it's, it's cool. And just, uh, yeah, there's plenty and done nothing or not, even not answered and just went directly to the store and bought another 10 pack. And not said a word. That would have been a veteran move, but I didn't. I screwed up. I said too late. And then I said, uh, hey, can you stop and get more? I, I eat all her chicken and then I have the nerve to say yeah why don't you stop it away let me get some more and then I wrote I saw your text after I was done and yes I only had seven of the ten pieces <laughs> she writes are you serious that means you ate seven out of ten I'm not with mad face I'm not stopping I'm tired and my arm hurts this is very rude I wrote, uh, I'm really sorry. And she said, yeah, there's other stuff to eat. Now, okay. If it ended there, I'd be so dead. So absolutely dead. But at some point I have to turn this around. So I got up and I went to Meyer. I bought her a 10 piece. I came home and she had the chicken. Veteran, husband, move. You must stop the bleeding, okay? When you need points on the board, that's what you have to do. I got there. I took a picture of the food, of, the, of what I was buying, so she would be assured. She went, came home, got the chicken. Everybody wins. Everybody's happy. Uh, I stopped losing the Pooh Bear points. Uh, Dirk says, losing Pooh Bear points. See if you can transfer your balance to one of her girlfriends. I'm not sure what you mean. Tom, COVID Tom says, nice save. Terry says, go buy your wife some more damn chicken. Well, you said that before I got to that part of the story. Had to do it. Uh, on the, on the discord, I was sewing these shoes last week, ate the last little Debbie star crunch. Oh boy. Yeah. I, I think the, uh, going forward, don't ever eat the last of anything. That's what I think should happen. Uh, okay. More coming up. Carl will join me in just a second. Welcome to the folks on Discord. Thank you. I promised yesterday in the show notes I would leave the link to the Discord. I did not. Sorry. I, I'm so inept with that. It's terrible. Uh, first of all, I want to say that if you need help with your business marketing, reach out to me, eric at ericsancho.com. I'd love to be able to tell you how it works. There's no obligation on your part, just me basically explaining what I can do for you and how much it costs. Uh, Everything is a handshake deal. It's very simple, no red tape. And I have an army of sponsors who will attest to the fact that it works awesome. I got a story about that too later on. I got to write that down. Had an interesting set of uh, interactions yesterday. First off, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616 532 6600. Get your vehicle repaired at Irvine's you know what's amazing about this as I talk is um, he's enjoying his morning beverage, and uh, he got on just in time to be able to hear the sponsors because I know that Carl loves those. So thank you. (laughs) All right, so get your car fixed at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, They service uh, Asian models, not Asians, Asian models, domestic, and European. The only thing they don't fix is uh, Volkswagens. So you have a trusted source to get your car repaired, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Online at Irvine's.com, dot com. Get a mortgage from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. The booming uh, real estate community in uh, Rochester, New York, uh, knows that, uh, you know, you need that mortgage before you even think about uh, looking for a home and what a crazy ass uh, 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 market it is it's like uh, nowadays you want to actually get a mortgage for more than the value of the home um, you know or, or look for a, a home price less than what you've been pre-approved for because it seems like there's always a bidding war for all these things because houses are going so incredibly fast okay Uh, The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage can get you a mortgage in any state in America with the exceptions of Maine, South Carolina, Hawaii, and Alaska. NMLS number 3035, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. It is uh, time to welcome in
4: Carl. Carl, how are you, buddy? I am doing well. What is happening? Eric Zane. You are. I am. I don't know how you do this morning stuff. I'm not a fan of it. (laughs) We do. We do. uh, I do a show called the creep off every Monday at noon. And I'm usually late. It's too early for me. This early morning thing. Not a fan. You used to have a regular day job, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, what about that? I mean, you would do that. I was never on time to that either. (laughs) I was never on time.
1: Uh you know you're you're actually kind of a mystery. Uh, uh, p- people know that you worked in marketing or advertising, isn't that right?
4: That's correct. I was a partner at a digital marketing agency.
1: So you would like uh, a billboards, electronic billboards. I mean, get specifics of how it worked.
4: Yeah, digital marketing specifically is anything on the internet. We built websites. We did a lot of SEO, a lot of Google ads, social media marketing influencer marketing all that kind of fun stuff
1: okay knowing that and i i I feel like an asshole because i've called you a few times with like hey i've got a big tip for carl about how to do his podcast or things he can do and i get the impression you know all this shit and you're just being polite to me because
4: uh, No, no 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 i always welcome your input in fact the last thing you told me that was good advice is that I should have a video stream available to people on Patreon. And that is something I'm planning on implementing at some point where if you want to watch live, cause you can hear our show live in our discord every Saturday to Eastern, you can pop in there. You don't have to pay for it. You can listen to it live, but you can't see us. So you yeah. said, you know, people might want to see what you're doing while you're doing it. And we certainly have the capabilities now with video to do that. I do it with the creep off. So I thought that was good advice, and uh, I probably will implement that when I get around to it. But I'm way behind on life right now, so eventually I'll, I'll make it happen.
1: Did you get a new mic? That's an RE-20. It's like a $550, yes.
4: it's
1: a $550 microphone.
4: <laughs> I got a fancy microphone. I'll tell you the funny story. I got a new microphone and a new preamp that I'm using for when I call into shows, and it's because I got scolded by the Drew and Mike show.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Drew's, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll tell you what. Uh, that is probably the single best piece of advice that anyone could ever get is make sure
4: it sounds okay, because that's the
1: first fucking thing they hear. And then they're going to, uh, you're going to, Hey, it sounds like shit. I'm not listening. You
4: know, I I did the show over a dozen times and finally I get a text message from Drew. Hey, Carl, uh, I think you need to upgrade your equipment. Uh, Brandon can help you out with that. He's got some, uh, some advice for you. So I, uh, I took their advice and I went, went ahead and made the purchase. Did
1: you get it new or used? Because those things are workhorses. You could throw them off a building and it'll be fine.
4: I did buy it new, but wow. uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. They, they last forever.
1: That's awesome. That is uh that is good. So moving up in the world. So, um, I, you know, we, we go a million directions. I, I, I want to talk about what we will be doing. I gave the audience the background of how, um, I, uh, I stumbled upon you, the fact that you still maintain and we still fight about the fact you think it's all done intentionally. Uh, I swear to God, it wasn't intentionally uh, when I when I reached out to you, try and my audience doesn't even believe that I was, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, just reaching out to you to say hello. I was actually trying to get out in front of it to not hope that I wouldn't be on the show. And then the fear and trepidation when you reached out to me and said, hey, we're going to cover your show on our show. I was like, oh, no. <laughs>
4: Oh, it was terrible at the time. Still not buying it. I know you don't.
1: I know you don't. And that's fine. You're, that's fine. You're
4: selling it hard. That's the that's the thing. No, you're no, no. I, it's, had, it's very good job on that. You did on the ad reads just now. If you said your ad reads like that, people would buy it.
1: Oh fuck, bullshit! <laughs> you know, look. Hey, if you were to go back and listen to me the first time I told that story to the fifth time I told that story, it's the same every fucking time, and that that it's is like why true. it's fucking true. It's Doesn't absolutely measure. true. Okay. Okay, well, um, you know, we got a million and one things to talk about, Carl. So I I appreciate you taking the time. And, um, you know, so uh, moving forward, we are are going to record on Saturday. And folks on your discord will be able to hear it live. And it's published on Sunday. And I think the agenda is we're covering a show called Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee. Correct. And then we're going to cover Stuttering John. And we're going to cover Opie and probably a few more other things as well.
4: Yeah. In fact, I don't prep for I haven't prepped for the show yet because I need it to be fresh in my head. So I start my prep usually at some point on Friday, and I do most of it Saturday morning before we record. So you've already sent me your clips. Like, you're already prepared. You were messaging me last week. What are we doing? I'm like, I have no idea. Because literally, I need to have this be very fresh or else I forget about it. And, of course, Stuttering John just lost his lawsuit, which was the big news yesterday. So we'll definitely have to get into that. That should be fun.
1: Yeah, real quick on that. Am I understanding correctly that okay you, he leaves Sirius and he says anything that was uh, that I did on the Stern show I don't want it used anymore
4: right got to stop you right there he never worked for Sirius he left the Howard Stern show in 2004 they went to Sirius in 06
1: oh okay the Eric Zane show podcast is powered by the Eufy video smart lock E330 This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search e-u-f-y video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the eufy video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place to be horrible it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy
4: He so, was never even an employee of Sirius. Wouldn't he sue the Stern show then? Uh maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, either way,
1: it's fucked up because like typically when a when a person is separated from a show, the show always takes special provisions so that this doesn't happen.
4: You know? Oh, well, yeah, like, it's, it's copyright.
1: Yeah, exactly. So when I it, it was in it, and they usually on your separation agreement, they'll put, they'll remind you of
4: that. <laughs> yes, and that, for sure. they and own anything that you did. And when you work for any company, I mean, this is obviously broadcasting is, is a little bit different, but if you're a software engineer and you create software and then you leave Microsoft or wherever you're working, you don't get to take that with you. You no. don't own Microsoft word. Microsoft owns it because you worked for them when you did it. Exactly
1: exactly.
4: So John was trying to say that he's so popular and we'll get into this tomorrow. I don't want to get too deep deep in it. But John was trying to say that he's so popular that Sirius is benefiting and profiting from the name stuttering John Melendez because he's, he's just such a famous celebrity that everyone's signing up for Sirius XM to hear stuttering John Melendez granted. No one's listening to his current show that you could get for free, but they're buying Sirius to hear him on the Howard (laughs) show in 1998. And uh, guess what? The judge didn't buy it, and <laughs> neither do I. Uh,
1: I listened extensively to the episode of John when he had his attorney, Michael Polpak and comedian, Hell Sparks. Now, oh. I, Carl, I don't know who these people are. I have never heard a word said by either of those two people prior to listening to that entire episode. I know everything there fucking is to know about those episodes. I poured over those episodes, and I cannot wait to share with you what I think about them and the clips that I have for you. I mean, dude, I spent significant time on this.
4: I appreciate that, and I should have told you this. When I listen to Stuttering John, I usually skip the interview part because it's so boring, and they just talk about nonsense, one-sided politics. So that gets difficult. But no, Martin, well, Pac, his attorney—that could be interesting. I haven't heard that yet. But oh, I'm let me. It. I'm okay. excited
1: for that. This is what I have for you about this because you're right. John goes and he has these people on. They talk for huge chunks of time, huge yeah. chunks of time. And then he is not paying attention to them. And then he hears a pause and jumps in. And it's always a fucking disaster. It's, it's not it's,
4: a <laughs> it's, oh, zero, zero complete sentences, noises. Fucked. It's not a conversation like you and I are having a conversation right now. I'm listening to what you're saying. You're listening to what I'm saying. This stuttering John has people on who just want to ramble, and he just lets them ramble for five, six minutes at a time.
1: Uh, so yeah, I, I I can't wait to go. I, I have I have supercuts. I have oh, yeah. I have. Has this ever happened? I, I I tipped you off. Um, and I'm probably saying too much, but I don't give a shit. Has anybody ever
4: done a Carl supercut? Oh gosh, uh, I want to say yes, but I don't remember specifically. All right, I've got two. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, that I'm looking forward to. Then,
1: okay. So that's I know awesome. I do.
4: I have my quirks about me, and it's funny because I pick on other people for having crutch words and all the dumb things that they do while they're broadcasting. And I know that I also have a lot of dumb things that I do. Oh so. yeah, I'm all about it, man. I so I, hear, I I hear that shit. The secret to my success is not just the, the prepping right before we go on air, but also the post-production. I do a ton of editing, and I make sure this, the show sounds awesome when I upload it. So I listen to every second of myself, and there is no bigger critic of everything that I say than me, because it is painful. It's it, I don't know if you go back and listen to your own show. You probably don't. You probably do it and you're on to the next thing. I had to go back and relive all of those moments. I'm like, why did I say that? What was I thinking? <laughs> That's
1: so I know terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that, that can be tough. Um, you now it's, it's all weekend for you. So do you have, I mean, I don't even know your personal
4: life. Do you have family? I mean, how do you, how do you enjoy life, Carl? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, it's really tough around this time of year because in the winter time spending all Saturday morning and afternoon podcasting, who cares? What else am I going to do? But then it's like eighty degrees, and people are at the pool, and there's lots of fun things going on. I'm getting text messages from friends, and I'm sitting in my basement broadcasting. That's when it gets a little tough.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know, but I mean, it, and so you've transitioned to be, being that this is now your job, correct, Carl? You have you have you have made your way enough. Like, okay, this is what I do. This is what I'm doing now.
4: Yeah, th- my main job is podcasting. It's where it's my main income source. I still do a lot of digital marketing consulting.
1: Okay, you are uh, doing something that I I would love to do, but I am I'm a little frightened about even attempting it. A live show, Carl. Yes. And and, uh, that you're doing it on August 28th in the community of Lombard, Illinois, at uh, I believe it is. uh, Yeah, right there. Afterlife Music Hall at Brower House. Uh,
4: WATPLive.com. You can get tickets and all the info on it. I'm going to this event. You are?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not far from it. It's two and a half hours away. That's awesome. All right. Glad to hear that. I'm doing a, this is the plan. I've got a, I've got a a motor home and me and a buddy who also listens to your show, we're going to drive. Now there's one of two things we can do. We can either stay at a campground and bring a, and bring a car with us, take the car off the thing and then go see you. Uh, or do that and park in a Walmart parking lot. There's a Walmart right there. And I don't know if you know this, but you can camp in a Walmart parking lot. They actually let you do this. So that that might save some bucks. So we might be going and staying in a Walmart parking lot and then going to see the show. How do you plan on doing the show? I mean, what's going to happen? Are you just going to invite some of the regulars who who have become quite famous with your show and just interview them? Or are you you actually going to listen to another show and make fun of it?
4: We are going to do a regular episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I'm going to put it out like a regular episode. So the goal is we got Croge coming. We got Andy, producer Chris, Jen from the Jingles department, Vinny. We're all going to be down there doing the show. You're going to be there. Cripple Jesus is going to be there. Dr. Steve. We have a bunch of people who are going to be showing up. So we're going to try to rotate everybody up and on the stage. I'm not going to have everybody on stage at once because that becomes chaos but we're going to do different segments and we're going to review different shows and we're going to get everybody in the mix. We got about two and a half hours of stage time to make it happen. I'm excited about it.
1: You mentioned those names and what's fantastic is how the internet has leveled the playing field. And what, what we're looking at here is a show that uh, has taken everyday people who have everyday jobs who weren't out doing radio or whatever, and has somehow made them to this, to a cel- These are celebrities now, especially it's amongst funny. your audience.
4: It's funny you say that because I was reading in our Discord or subreddit the other day. Someone was writing, How does Carl have so many funny friends? And I have the answer to that. It's my show format. I have the best show <laughs> format. That's why it works so well. Even Eric Zane is great on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show format.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. You know, you talk about going back and listening. I hate me. I yeah. fucking hate me, you know? And I think we all do. I think that's human nature. So, you know, what I don't have in wit, it's all about prep. And I've told you about yeah. that. It's like, holy fuck. Because something, when you listen to a show and you're like, oh, my God, uh, something hits your brain. Something like, hey, I, I know that this is going to be a good jumping off point. At least that's how it works for me. I don't have, not everybody can have the wit of Shuly to have such a great sophomore appearance on, on Who Are These Podcasts.
4: <laughs> yeah, Shuly's great. I love Shuly. Uh, I'm I'm excited to uh, hang out with him next weekend. Oh, is that right? Okay, good. I'm going to Vegas and uh, we're going to see him performing at Brad Garrett's uh, comedy club. Oh yeah.
1: I I actually, I I did hear you talking about that. And you know, what's interesting, Carl is I, I, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but I wanted to touch a little bit on the Stern show because recently you, you broke down the Stern show and I actually, there was one particular moment in that when I was like, God, how do how is this if you look back on the long rich history of howard stern he has always had that type of attitude about i'm great i'm great everybody sucks and and then that uh, a layer was added to that when you pointed out how much he wants people that leave his show to fail like the old man the limo driver how he you know he says shit that just sounds fucking horrible and i guess my point in all this is how has he been successful? How has anybody through all of these years found that to be appealing? It's not. It's no no one behaves like that and gets away with it. How is it that there has been a long, rich history of success and it's just made it snowballed? It's made him even more of a warped individual. It's fucking sick to hear a person
4: behave the way he talks. Well, he's changed because I was a huge Howard Stern fan in the 90s and the aughts. He, he had a great show and it wasn't like this. Yes. He's always had some issues and he's always been jealous of other people and lashed out, but it used to be fun and funny. And he had a supporting cast that worked well with him. So when Jackie was on the show or later, Artie Lang was on the show, there was always a comedy element going on. There was always a back and forth. It was interesting. Now we have Robin Quivers who just, agrees with everything he says, right, Howard? Yes, Howard, you're right, Howard. And that's pretty much it. And no one else can say anything. They all have to agree with them. So he's gotten to the point where, you know, the the emperor has no clothes. Like Nobody's on there going, hey, Howard, we've talked about this 20 times in hour-long segments each time. Let's move on. Because this thing with Ronnie, the limo driver, who's retiring and moving to Vegas... I stopped listening a year ago. I tune in a, a couple of weeks ago. He's still talking about it. Ronnie, what are you going to do in Vegas? You're going to be so bored. You have nothing going on. You have no friends. You have no life. What are you going to do in Vegas? Like the guy's 71 years old. He's retiring to Vegas. If this is what people do. It's fine. Let it happen. It's not exactly. a big deal. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it just sounds horrible to me.
1: Uh, yeah, it's his, not, it's his... not
4: good. I had to stop listening. And it was sad because it was such a routine. You know how it is with uh with shows that you like and you know i'm sure for a lot of people listening right now the eric zane show this is what i do in the morning i tune in i listen to this thing i did that for so many years with the howard stern show eventually i listened to open anthony a little bit more often but you know i was always i was always tuning in and oh my gosh after the the shutdowns happened and howard went back to his mansion uh on long island and they all started doing it remotely i, I just couldn't take it anymore it's got so bad uh
1: what's outstanding it's a fun read if you go to the subreddit for the howard stern show um i mean they it, it's remarkable how much they've turned on him it's they just hate him i would not be able to take that I, i'm seriously that is awful i think that once you have fuck you money you probably don't give a shit but uh god it just the whole thing is I, I I wouldn't, I would want to leave. I, I wouldn't be comfortable with all of that venom and vitriol. I would just like duck out and not, I think that it's, it's indicative of how warped his brain is that he's still doing this. Why, no. why, would, why would you do this? It's just, it's like it has to feed his
4: ego. He's surrounding himself with yes, man. So, while you and i are on the internet and looking at all these people are like this show sucks now what is he doing and it's that's everywhere by the way it's not just his subreddit but yes his subreddit is vicious uh, against him but he's hanging out with his celebrity friends or he's talking to the people on the show who all kiss his ass so all he's hearing is positive feedback when really and he's taking callers who get on from time to time through the call screener who tell him he sucks and you know he he does not enjoy that. That's for sure. But I don't Jeez. think he's on the internet reading his subreddit, Eric. And also, if if my subreddit were to turn on me like that, I wouldn't be reading it either. It's not not healthy. It's not good for him. Oh,
1: dude. I I had it. Um, I had a subreddit that um, after I left Freebird Hot Wings, and it, it it was getting bad. Especially when I started podcasting, because it, as much as it sucks now, I mean it was really bad when I started and. Oh my God. I was trying my best. I didn't know where I was, whether I was coming or going. And, um, it, it was, it was hurting me bad. And there was one guy who ran it and I said, can you please help me? I need this to go away. I can't, I'm, I'm spending too much time. I'm drawn to it and I can't hack it. Can you please help me? He finally agreed to shut it down. Like, thank God, you know, and it was just, it's just, it's just crazy how it messed with me. And so. Can I ask a
4: question then? Yeah. So why were you reading it? Were you trying to look for feedback that could help you improve what you were doing or, or you just couldn't help yourself?
1: I could not help myself. And, you know, um, you got to understand my, my frame of mind then is, you know, I, I had no confidence. I had been, you know, chewed up and spit out and everything. My whole world was collapsing around me and I, I didn't know what the hell to do. So, you know, I just tended to, even though I, I knew it would hurt me, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah, it's just interesting to see it all unfold like this, but my God. So, all right, Carl, these are all, these are all uh, very interesting things. I'm looking forward to breaking down the show with you. I've got a ton of things that I, 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 I want to share with you. And uh, I mean, you got to get after it. Here we are. It's Friday. You got a show to do tomorrow in like 24 hours.
4: <laughs> that's right i gotta start prepping for it
1: is anybody gonna be with us it's just you and i it's gonna be andy as well oh yes i love andy we're by the three of us are back baby fucking great <laughs> dude we had so much fun listening to jamar jones i mean uh i what when i when i did that episode with you i wasn't sure if it landed and then as time passes, like i think i think I, I think it worked i think it actually was enjoyable to people and that's all i was worried about but my God, did we have fun, especially that fucking song.
4: Grandma's, uh, grandma's cooking. What the fuck was the one song? Oh, uh, y- I think what you're talking about is this one. No! Green,
1: pink, mm-hmm. yeah,
4: I'm going to give you an exclusive right now, Eric Zane. <laughs> I reached out to Jamar Jones because he lives in Illinois. And I said, will you come to the live show? And I was going to make it a big surprise. I was going to be like, all right, we're going to take a pee break. We're going to play some music for you. I was going to have him come out and sing that song live. Would have t- torn down the house. Unfortunately, he, he, his friend's getting married that day, and he's singing at his friend's wedding, so he can't be there. But God damn, that would have been epic. Holy
1: shit, Carl. Would have yes. been epic. Oh, my God. Uh, the The point in the show with Andy... When we did it, and you went to the bathroom, and he and you played the song, yeah. and him, he and I were just losing our minds. And the fact that he goes, "Is he saying ham, ram, and dog?"
4: I still don't know the answer to that. I have to, I have to ask him that because him and I DM now, so we're buddies. I gotta <laughs> ask him what are those lyrics.
1: Yeah, and he is. A, it was a textbook rolling with it. Uh, when you when you roll with the beat up, and we didn't really beat him up that bad. We kind of all fell in love with his lovable, stupid face,
4: and his <laughs> yeah. and his That's dumb, true. ridiculous non sequiturs. Uh, I got to say, arts the style of show that we do here is a roast, and so when with roast rules, there are no rules. We go after podcasters for whatever, but for some reason, I think all of us. We're a little bit soft on Jamar Jones. We all kind of liked him. Even though his podcast sucked. As soon as I heard his music, I was like, all right, I kind of like this guy. I I can't be too harsh on him. It was so crazy. Holy shit. But I got to say, though, Eric, the the reason why you charmed the audience was your Chad second
5: on
4: the show. And I'll tell you why you did so well. Because you put in the prep, you put together the super cuts, you were ready to go with it. And when the time came, you crushed it. Thank you. Oh, thank, oh, you no, much. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That
1: was a good time. Does uh, Did he have, I know he was uh, being accused of something terrible. Did that, did that end or, or, or are you not talking about that?
4: I don't know. I, honestly, I haven't seen yeah. any update on it. I don't know what's going on with that. I know he's constantly at war with people. I think he just took a
1: run at uh, Amy Schumer, which I, I guess that's fine. But uh, he he's, he's always, he's always fighting with someone. There's always something going on in Chad's world. Yeah. I
4: think, I think that's sick really now. I don't I don't even think he's doing stand up anymore. I think now he's just podcasting and going after people in order to get a rise out of people. Ah, I still
1: want to fight him. If you do another show, <laughs> I, I would love to fight. You know, how, like everybody's doing celebrity boxing. I would fight Chad. I would even pay for his plane fare.
4: All right. We'll, we'll fly up to Illinois and uh, we'll make that part of the show. Can you imagine if we have a fight, <laughs> if there's a
1: boxing match, Awesome. Let's do it. I'm all for it. All for it. Okay. Hey, you're a good man. I appreciate you taking the time. Okay. And I'll talk to you
4: tomorrow. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Uh, Who are and you can get tickets at watplive.com If you'd like to make that two and a half hour drive to uh, Lombard, Illinois, it's going to be a lot of fun. A good host would have done that
1: uh, on your behalf. You always do that. I, in fact, I, I want you to know that I will put all that information in the show notes of the audio podcast.
4: Awesome. Thank you so much, Eric. Talk okay,
1: Carl. Talk to you, buddy. There you sure. go. There you go. One and only Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. Always love talking to him. Daisy, what do you think about that? We had a good time, didn't we? These dogs are like, come on, man. Turn on the air in here. It's a little warm. Did not start with the air on. All right. So there you go. Thank you to Carl for being on uh, on the show. Uh, love my friends over at Blue Frost IT. Congrats to Alan and Ashlyn. They just had a beautiful bouncing baby boy. Blue Frost IT, the authority in anything IT in West Michigan. That could be uh, your office needs an entire new IT setup. Networks, printers, monitors, hard drives, computers, keyboards, mouse, whatever. Get a complimentary consultation from Adam. Pardon me. Adam, what an idiot. I was just distracted. From Alan at Blue Frost IT. Bluefrostit.com. Call them at 616-200-8550. That's 616-200-8550. They also do managed service IT work. So, you know, in your business, uh, if you don't have support in case something goes south, that's kind of a bummer. You gotta haul all your shit over to the Geek Squad or something stupid like that. Don't have that happen. Be on the books, ready to go in case you have an issue with a managed IT service uh, plan already in place. They are, uh, that way you'll have boots on the ground. They can help you out uh, with uh, with your setup that quickly. Six one six two hundred eighty five fifty. Okay. Horizon Hydroponics. Do you grow your own weed? You should call upon Horizon Hydroponics for the expertise, the know how, the knowledge, and the best products so that you have a fantastic, bountiful, substantial grow. H O R I Z E N Hydroponics.com. Order from anywhere in the US, orders two fifty and more. Shipping is free. Use the coupon code ZaneShow at checkout and you will save ten percent. That's simple at Horizon Hydroponics, again, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. There's a phone number right on the homepage. If you have any questions about what you're about to buy, call it from wherever you are. And uh, some stoner is going to pick up the phone, and uh, he might be high. But uh, you're going to be able to get the, uh, the expert advice. These are, these are very, very uh, uh, knowledgeable people and versed in everything going on in that entire industry. Okay, I'm going to get into the Britney Spears thing in a second here. Okay, and I'm going to include uh, in this her speaking to the judge trying to end the conservatorship. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the whole damn thing because it's a little, its well, it's long. There's no way I'm going to make it through the whole damn thing. I'm going to bounce around a little bit. But uh, I, I, I do have some thoughts on it, and I'll get to that in a bit. But, but... You know what I have to do. I have to pee. I have to take a pee. I cannot play Jamar Jones. I would if I could, but I would get a YouTube ticket. I hope I don't even get it. I hope I don't get a YouTube ticket for when Carl played it. Maybe I did. Hang on a second here. I got to take a pee. Green beans, lettuce, tomato, ham, and dog. Hang on. I'll be right back. Oh, all, right. all right. Thank you. Thank you. Recharged. I thought, you know, talk about the Britney Spears thing. People are like, oh my God, she crushed it. She did awesome. She did so great. I thought she sounded insane. Uh, twice. Judge, judge is like, you're talking too fast. Slow down. Oh, am I? Oh, am I? And she just kept on and, on and on and on and on. Prattling, prattling, prattling. Just incensed, enraged. Uh, crazy, nutty. Um, not good. Not good at all. And anyone who says she is so together, I don't think she is at all. I thought that sounded horrible from beginning to end. Uh the inability to slow down was just it's uh I mean I understand you're frustrated, but how can someone who is a performer and knows exactly what it is what you have to do to uh to engage to get the uh to get the message across, could not understand that she is nearly, uh, well, she sounds completely uh, uh, crazed. I, I thought it sounded awful. We won't get th- through this whole thing. But.
2: I'll be honest with you. I haven't been back to court in a long time because I don't think I was heard on any level when I came to court the last time. I brought four sheets of paper.
1: I think all this is true. I think that everything she says is true. Uh, but I don't know if she helped herself in any way.
2: In my hands and wrote in length what I had been through the last four months before I came there. The people who did that to me should not be able to walk away so easily. I'll recap. I was on tour in 2018. I was forced to do. My management said if I don't do this tour, I will have to find oh, an attorney. Mrs. Mr.
5: Um, I Baird, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is taking down what
0: you're saying. Okay. And so you have to speak a little more slowly. Oh, of course, yes. Okay, I apologize. Okay, um,
2: the people who did this to me should not get. It goes right back. I walk away so easily. Recap: I was on tour in two thousand eighteen. I was forced to do. My management said if I don't do this tour, I will have to find an attorney. And by contract, my own management could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. He handed me a sheet of paper as I got off no, I the stage no, in I, Vegas and said, "I have."
1: I have no idea um, if. I mean, I I believe that that's true, but there, as a performer, she probably had contractual obligations. You know, if you if you have a contract, you 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 have to follow through on those things. So I don't know if that has a lot to do with the conservatorship. You know, I mean, if you, if you've been hired and they're paying you money, I mean, it's kind of the way it goes.
2: To sign it. It was very threatening and scary. And with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear. I went ahead and I did the tour. When I came off that tour, a new show in Las Vegas was supposed to take place. I started rehearsing early, but it was hard because I'd been doing Vegas for four years and I needed a break in between. But no, I was told this is the timeline and this is how it's going to go. I rehearsed four to four days a week, um, half of the time in the studio and half of the other time in a Westlake.
1: Adam says, it's not that fast. Get a better stenographer. <laughs>
2: I was basically directing most of the show with my whereabouts where I preferred to rehearse and actually did most of the choreography, meaning I taught my dancers my new choreography myself.
1: Okay, this is her problem with, okay, she's talking about the Vegas show. She's like, I taught the dancers how to dance. And when you hear little internet sounds, that's them. That's not me. She's talking about this moment in particular that really pissed her off. Uh, She's teaching the dancers what to do for the Vegas show.
2: I take everything I do very seriously. There's tons of video with me at rehearsals. I wasn't good. I was great. I led a room of 16 new dancers in rehearsals. It's funny to hear my manager's side of the story. They all said I wasn't participating in rehearsals, and I never agreed to take my medication, which my medication is only taken in the mornings, never at rehearsal. They don't even see me. So why are they even claiming that? When I said no to one dance move into rehearsals, um, it was as if I planted a huge bomb. somewhere and i I said no i don't want to do it this way after that my management my dancers and my assistant of the new people that were supposed to do the new show all went into a room shut the door and didn't come out for at least 45 minutes ma'am i'm not here to be anyone's slave i can say no to a dance move i was told by my at the time therapist dr benson who died that my manager called him and the judge i'm
1: like do the dance move i want to see it
2: moment and told him I wasn't cooperating or following the guidelines and rehearsals. And he also said, I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the past eight years, give me my same medication. And I'm nowhere near these stupid people. It made no sense at all. There was a week period where they, they were nice to me and they said, I don't want to do. And I told them, I don't want to do the, um, they wait no. there were they were nice to me they said if i don't want to do the new vegas show i don't have to because i was getting really nervous i said i can wait it was like they told me i could wait it was like lifting litter so
1: if you're if you're talking about getting rid of the conservativeship and, uh, and and running your own show and you want to talk about all the terrible things that are going on in your life in my opinion you don't start with uh, the dance move you might want to start with something that has a little more impact. Start. I mean, I, 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 maybe you want to do it in uh, chronological order. But uh, in my opinion, fucking this could have been like a one-minute hearing. Just, uh, it, she doesn't want to be tested. She doesn't want to have a uh, mental acumen test to take place to determine... If she if uh, if it is safe for her to run her own affairs, she doesn't want that. Um, and that's it. And the court, uh, this isn't an easy isn't an easy to get out of a, cons- a, a conservative ship, conservatorship. And so uh, I, I, I don't know if this if this helps in any way, shape or form she goes on and on and on and actually seems absolutely crazy in my opinion
2: 200 pounds off of me when they said i don't have to do in the show anymore because it was i was really really hard on myself and it was too much um i couldn't take it anymore so i remember telling my assistant but you know what? I feel weird. If I say no, I feel like they're going to come back and be mean to me or punish me or something. Three days later, after I said no to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication. All of this was a false. He uh, he immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal meds I'd been on for five years. And lithium is a very, very strong um, and completely. You know what she should do?
1: She should go on tour and say, Hey, I'm ready to go on. And then just like, I call it the dad suck my dick tour or, uh, make a whole album called my dad's an asshole or something like that. And, uh, and just every song is just mean to these assholes, just uh, looking for a pound of flesh. Uh, just, just lose your mind completely. Just focus on fucking up the dad's life. And if this is all true and, uh, and I have no idea, I mean, uh it could be it could be a lot of things she might be batshit crazy and her pet we don't know uh her dad may absolutely love her and care about her and wants nothing but the best for her and she might be an absolute lunatic there is only one way to find out a mental capacity test if it's me if i'm if this is if i have, i have 60 million dollars and I can't touch it, and I can't make any decision, uh, any decisions about my life. And they, she talks about how she has a uh, uh, IUD in her, so she can't even have a, have children. If this is all true, I am going to uh, do everything in my power. And if I'm okay, I'm going to do everything in my power to get out of that. And if that means taking a test or whatever, well, then fuck it. I mean, if if you're fine, you're fine. This shouldn't be a big deal. But if all you can do under a conservatorship is go to a judge and talk about how, how the conservatorship is working, how the, the ins and outs, the mechanics of it, the, uh, the things put upon you. Uh, they probably know that they probably are well aware that you're going through a terrible time because that's kind of what it was set up to do, I guess, to keep you from, uh, doing whatever the hell it is you want. Cause they don't think you can take care of yourself.
2: Medication compared to what I was used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months. But he put me on that and I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything. I told them I was scared, and my doctor had me on six different nurses with this new medication, come to my home, stay with me, to Mm -hmm. monitor me on this new medication, which I never wanted to be on to begin with. There were six different nurses in my homes, and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for, for a month. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad only, he acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holiday.
1: Yeah, this is all leaked audio by the way. It wasn't supposed to see the light of day. So if you're the dickhead recording it, would you stop touching your fucking
2: keyboard? Before they sent me away when my kids went to home to Louisiana. He was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. Over the two week holiday, a lady came into my home for four hours a day, sat me down and did a psych test on me. It took forever. But I was I was told I had to then, after that I got off, uh, um, wait, I was told I had to then, after I got a, a phone call from my dad saying, after I did the psych test with this lady, basically saying I had failed the test or whatever. Uh, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, Brittany, you have to listen to your doctors. They are planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you. You're going to pay $60,000 a month for this. I cried on the phone for an hour, and he loved every minute of it. The control he had over someone as powerful as me, as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter 100,000%, he loved it. I packed my bag. I don't believe a word she's saying.
1: I know it sounds crazy, and everybody's like diving and said, oh, yeah, this is... A- I, don't- I do not believe that. I don't believe for a second that anything about her, uh, her assumptions about her father. I just... If that's the case, there's pure evil in the world. That he's sitting there laughing and loving the fact that his daughter is suffering like that. His daughter? I- I'm sorry. I-, I don't believe that. I believe she is very... Very ill, and this is not her fault or anyone's fault. I think this is a horribly, horribly ill person who needs extra care. Who, you know, if I am, uh, if I'm the, okay, then there's the business about working. She shouldn't be working. She shouldn't be doing anything. She should be, she should be getting extensive treatment to 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 help her in some particular way. I, oh God, this is just fucking gruesome to listen to. And the thing is, I don't know if it's going to do any good. That was the question. Uh, What now? Uh, Kate says she's so nervous. Adam says she's not doing herself any favors. Melissa says, I honestly think she suffers from mental illness too, and they are trying to save her from herself. Um. A little
2: more of that To that place, I worked seven days a week, no days off. Which in California, the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking, making anyone work work against their will, taking all their possessions away—credit card, cash, phone, passport, card—and placing them in a home where they, they work with the people who live with them. They all, they all lived in the house with me—the nurses, the twenty-four-seven security. Um, there, there was one chef that came there and cooked for me um, daily on the during the weekdays. They watched me changed every day, naked, morning, noon, and night. Um, my body, I had no privacy door for my um, for my room. I gave eight gallons of blood a week. If I didn't do any of my meetings and work from ten,
1: you gave eight gallons of blood a week. Hold on here. What? <laughs> You gave eight gallons of blood a week. Is it possible to give eight gallons of blood a week? Uh, It'd take too much time for me to... Okay, let me ask this. How much... Blood can be donated in a week i don't even, I don't think she donated it, but how often can you donate blood? Most people can donate blood every fifty six days. How much blood is donated? Much. Probably a pint, right? The average adult has about 10 pints of blood in the body. Roughly one pint is given. How many pints are in a gallon? Wait, two two pints are in a quart, right? Boy, this is... How many gallons of blood, sorry, are in the human body? Yeah. You have a gallon and a half of blood in your body. That's it. Britney Spears just said she donated eight gallons of blood a week. That's impossible. Yeah, I know it's going to it's going to uh, replenish, your body's going to make more. But I think right there that's that's the that's a snake in the grass. That to me tells me she is batshit crazy. With the assumption that the word is uh, world, uh, uh, word is going to buy that she's giving away 8 gallons of blood a week. Ken said I thought she said vials they asked me to replay it all right hang
2: on 8 to 6 at night which is 10 hours a day 7 days a week this is the 24/7 security um there there was one chef that came there and cooked for me um daily on the during the weekdays they watched me changed every day naked morning noon and night um my body i had no privacy door for my um for my room i gave 8 gals of blood a week if i didn't do any of my meetings and work from uh,
1: the The text at the bottom on YouTube said gals. It actually spelled out G-A-L-S. I guess we don't know.
2: I'm eight to six at night, which is 10 hours a day, seven days a week, no days off. I wouldn't be able to see my kids or my boyfriend. I never had a say in my schedule. Probably a misspeak. They always told me I had to do this. And ma'am, I will tell you, sitting in a chair 10 hours a day, seven days a week, it ain't fun.
1: Uh, the the NFK disagrees. He does it for 14 hours a day, seven days a week. So you're not so special.
2: Especially when you can't walk out the front door. And that's why I'm telling you this again two years later. After I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy, it's a lie. I thought I just maybe I said that enough. Maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now i'm telling you the truth okay i'm not happy i can't sleep i'm so angry it's insane and i'm depressed i cry every day and the reason i'm telling you this is because i don't think how the state of california can have all this written in the court documents from the time i showed up and do absolutely nothing just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board ma'am my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when i said no ma'am they should be in jail they're cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing has ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But All right,
1: now She's spinning out now. This is officially a fucking train wreck at this point.
2: Precious body who's worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him, they set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's giving these people I've worked for way too much control. They also threatened me and said if I don't go, then I have to go to court. And it will be more embarrassing me if the judge publicly makes go the evidence we have. You have to go. I was advised for my image. I need to go ahead and just go and get it over with.
1: All right, put the wraps on that. Uh, that is eight minutes of 24 minutes. I'll link it up. If you want to watch a whole thing. Patriot Nick says she's passionate, Eric. Don't be blinded. Well, all right. You have your opinion about this. I have mine. I think she's fucking batshit crazy. I don't think it's going to mean too much. I was just checking out this article. Um, it says... Uh, the diatribe brought sympathy and outrage from fans, famous supporters, and even casual observers who say she deserves independence. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve independence. I'm just saying is I don't know if she's well. Okay. And that's what this is. It all boils down to is she sick because if she's sick, you just let somebody do what they want. It might lead to the demise of that per- uh, person. I do not believe her when she says the family is doing this as control. I don't believe that. I believe she's sick. Uh, Spears passionate at Times Emotional Address Wednesday to Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Brenda Penny it was the first time in 13 years she's spoken in court. <clears throat> the conservatorship was put in place as Spears hounded by paparazzi and media scrutiny while a new mother underwent a very public mental health crisis in '08, I don't really remember a ton of that. I just remember shaving the head. Um, she talks about how she acted like she was okay. I did it because of my pride and I was embarrassed to share what happened to me. Believe it or not, pretending that I'm okay has actually helped, she said. Uh, Talked about having to use the intrauterine device for birth control. It's prevented her from getting married or having another child. The speech was compelling for the same reasons that may be problematic to the court. She spoke very quickly, often profanely, and she could seem out of control as she rattled off injustices and the emotional turmoil they have brought her. Quote, it just seems to me that her presentation to her court didn't do herself any favors, said David Glass, a family law attorney with a doctorate in psychology. The words came out like bullets. She shifted rapidly between thoughts and ideas. She also admitted to being depressed and crying all the time. I'm not her psychologist, but these are things that potentially point to being in the middle of mental illness. And so she wants... And to be in charge of her own affairs without having to take any type of uh, she just wants it like ended it's just like right now i 'll stop this so I can go on, go about my life uh, uh being out of that constant supervision and control would drive anyone crazy. she's very manic trying to express that i think yeah if i if that's the one thing that i'm'm I'm, that's weird to me um, the idea that she w- You know, having the um, uh, residency at Vegas and all of the uh, anything work related. If, If you are the conservator and you're the father and your job is to protect her, why is she? That's a good question. Why is she working? If she's that ill, why in the world would you do that to her? So I think that 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 is that's that begs a question, and I think that that needs to be answered. I think somebody needs to say something. Somebody on their side needs to say what's going on, so that uh, people can understand. I mean, if she's making, if she's presenting it to a judge, I would think that they would have to. The court didn't say I don't agree with you, or I'm concerned for you, or I'm disappointed. These issues were not brought before me previously. Glass said, "There is evidence that the judge considers Spears' opinions." In her decisions. Um, short of ending the conservatorship, the judge may alter it to make it more palatable for Spears and could order an immediate investigation in, into some of the allegations. I'm, del- I'm alarmed if I'm the judge, said Sarah Wentz, an attorney who specializes in estates and conservatorships. I'm going to find out ASAP if these are things we need to be to be reviewed and cor- and corrected for the court to see if there are, if there are or are not human rights violations. Yeah, and I think that 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 should absolutely be explored. If somebody's going to accuse you of these terrible things, and then she talked about how yeah, I, I didn't know I could say something like this. Spears has a shitty attorney because the attorney, um, uh, he could have her attorney. Maybe he's in on it. I don't know could have approached the judge, the court, with this. Man, this whole thing is just weird to me. My God. (laughs) Adam writes, cash cows don't get days off. Patriot Nick says Jamie, the dad, ruined her mom and dad's chances of making buku bucks when she got pregnant while being an up-and-coming teen star perfect uh reason why you know uh, being a teen star like that can easily fuck up your kids awful all right that's all i that's all i have to say about that i've got merch and i want you to check it out t-shirts are on sale for 13 bucks no i think that sale might have ended I think it ended that's dirt cheap though 13 bucks for a t-shirt i don't know oh my god they they extended the sale those assholes all right for another one day hang on excuse me one day 17 hours four minutes 10 seconds mark all the t-shirts are 13 bucks Get them at com. Click uh, click Merch. Thank you so much if you've bought T-shirts in the past. I get a couple of bucks per, and that is that. com. T.C. Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, my gosh, uh, we have Paintball War number 15 coming up August 8th. That's a Sunday. We have, we have a pizza party to start the event. It all gets underway at 5 p.m. Okay, and or is it six? It's five, five p.m. Sunday, I think. Shit, it's either five or six. Pizza party to start, pizza party to pizza party to start, and then we do paintball. Uh, for thirty-five bucks, you get the uh, gun, you get the mask, you get the paint. It's gonna be awesome. TCPaintballGR.com. Book a party yourself for your group or whatever. Uh, TCPaintballGR.com. Always a great time. You're hosted ultimate fun paintball event playing outdoors. You will have a great time. Did you see that video of the bodybuilder who got uh, shot with the paint? Oh, my God. I got to show you this. It's going to take me a second. Mm, Where is it? What you got here is you got some bodybuilder Bodybuilder shot with paintballs. Oh my god! A thousand paintballs go flying at this guy.
4: Did you know that the average adult has five to twenty pounds of toxic poop in their body at any
1: given <laughs> moment? See- okay. So I want to show it to you while I'm pl- while I'm playing the audio. So we're going to do that. This is uh, kind of like a rip-off of the old um, producer Joe paintball gauntlet. Which we were the first to do this. Very proud of that. But this guy is, uh, it, this is even worse. Okay. It's crazy, right? All that poop
5: just sitting... After getting tons of requests, we now have t-shirts and merchandise now available. It'll be the first link in the description. Check it out, buy some merch, support the channel. It'll be greatly appreciated. I made a mistake, everyone. <laughs> Alright,
1: let me, uh, share the screen so you can check it out. You're not gonna believe this.
5: In today's episode, Bodybuilder vs. 1000 Paintballs! So today we're at Colors Paintball Field in Fremont, Michigan. If you guys are into paintball and ever want to play Sorry, Rick, field, check them out. The link will be in my description down below. The reason we're here though is because we broke 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel and we figured what better way to celebrate this, guy. this momentous moment than to be shot by not 100 paintballs, but 1,000 paintballs. And I know what you're saying. You're thinking, Houston, you're crazy, you're insane, you're going to die. But listen, as we've learned, me flexing will deflect at least 25% of the paintballs. My gaze alone will deflect the rest.
1: Okay, so we all hate this guy. We agree with that, right? I mean he is a complete douchebag. Okay? Nothing is gonna happen to me. Nothing.
5: You know what? I'm not scared. You know who's scared? All of them, all of them. See them? See them out there?
1: Scared. Oh my god. I have no fear. Doing push-ups.
5: Kobe. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's 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 rough. Look at this slow-mo. Wow. You know what's gonna hurt the most? The top of his head. Yikes.
5: mistake, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Welcome to colors. I actually can't <laughs> get one just of the shots. Oh. 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 Yeah, oh. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. oh! My head hurts. Why do you guys shoot my head so much? Yeah. I much. Like that. But I was scared! Okay.
2: <laughs> I think that deserves a clap. Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what a fucking idiot. It, uh, actually, you know what? Let me. Uh, I'll show you the. Um...
5: Are you, uh, that, that's you a lie, everyone. They want to cut that the part. The impact. Though. Like, like a couple so days later. So see the damage of what happens when a person.
1: All right. Let me bounce ahead here. So you can see exactly what happened.
5: It shot with a thousand plus paintballs. So it's been three days and I have to say, you know, I don't think I look that bad at all. It's like, it's like not even a, a big deal. Like, I mean, some some minor bruising maybe, uh, okay. You know, very, very minor.
1: Look at that. His arms
5: His are is different high. color. Not noticeable. Wow. Okay. It's a little bit noticeable, but you know, it could, I guess it could be worse. You know, uh. my head is really lumpy. I did get shot quite a few times in the head. I think what, I might
1: What this is is this dude just loves taking his shirt off for people. That's that's all that's the only reason why he did this, so we can show everybody how ripped he is. Fucking asshole.
5: I think I might have a concussion, but I mean concussions aren't that bad, right? So that's the next video guys, as you can see. Perfectly fine. See this? Look at this. Boom! So many paintballs deflected, you don't even know. But I'd like to thank you all for watching. I have one request.
1: Share this video. Oh, Share it to everyone you. you know. Shut up. insane absolutely terrible uh jesse says this is what zane looked like before he found cupcakes and stopped working out melissa says all 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 muscles no brains one giant bruise absolutely terrible well anyway how the hell did i get on that i was talking about tc paintball wasn't i all right yeah They don't do stupid shit like that at TC Paintball. If you want to live like a stupid idiot, go to that stupid other place. tcpaintballgr.com Hey, what are you doing? I think we're getting into a little hump fest here in the podcast. Uh, All right. uh, Quick shout out to Cornhole America. Thank you very much, cornholeamerica.com. Get yourself a set of customized cornhole boards there. Put anything you want into a set of cornhole boards, including the bags, Uh, These are top-of-the-line cornhole boards. Not the garbage you buy in the store. Good cornhole boards, the best in the business. CornholeAmerica.com. Shipped anywhere in the USA. Order and send along your artwork of whatever you want on the set of cornhole boards at CornholeAmerica.com. And then finally, my friend Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. Love you. Thank you so much. 616-516-8579. You guys knock it off. There's a flat-out dogfight going on. Uh, get a new uh, air conditioner. Uh, installing the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners and furnaces, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Get a new AC unit installed and get the Remy Halo for free. That cleans the air in your home, gets rid of the uh, microscopic particles, bacteria, viruses, you name it uh you name it the remy halo installed for free when you get a new air conditioning setup at a and e heating and cooling 616-516-8579 patreon today feel good story about chris Nikich, Niek- the young man who did the iron man triathlon and he has down syndrome something amazing happened there more on that i've actually talked about the story before but there, there's like an update subway subs is, uh, is there tuna in the subway, tuna sub, or is there not tuna in the subway, tuna sub? John McAfee is dead. Raise your hand if you knew who John McAfee was before his death. Who knew that he's the guy who, I mean, the name McAfee, I'm like, I don't know, who the fuck is John McAfee? Well, I guess he's the guy who invented the stupid uh, uh, antivirus software. That's the guy. He's dead, and I didn't know he was a criminal, and uh, when he died, he referenced, oh, uh, this is crazy. This is a bizarre story. He was a fucking weirdo. The dude was nuts, all right? And there's some, uh, there's some odd shit going on about his death, some weirdo stuff. He killed himself, we think, but well, that's what everybody says, but I don't know. Very, very strange. We'll get to that coming up on the Patreon. Patreon bonus podcast at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. There you go. Uh, Yesterday, Melinda's lesbo girlfriend was the asshole of the day because she got all butthurt because I made fun of Billie Eilish, who sucks. That was like one of my favorite assholes of the day. She really deserved that. Uh, all right. So where the hell? Okay. You ever notice how I always lose shit here and I'm always looking around frantically for it? It was the dry erase marker. Who is going to be the asshole of the day? All right. Let me know. Who is the asshole of the day? Do you have any nominations? Going over the tail of the tape. Who could it be? Me for eating all the fried chicken. And then having to try to fix it by going to buy more for the princess or for the queen of the forest. Uh, we're doing wrestling this weekend. It's going to be a great time. Uh, what else am I talking about today? Well, we've had a lot of shit, but I, I forget. I wrote it all down, but half of it I didn't even get to. Britney Spears. Carl from WATP joined us. I'm kind of stuck. Do you have any nominations for Asshole of the Day? Hmm. Paintball Tool. That's a great one. I think we'll do that. The guy we just featured, the Paintball Tool. Bodybuilder moron, Chris says. Uh, This is brought to you by TC Paintball. That makes sense. And JM Synthetics. TC com and JM Synthetics. Uh, Marcy says Brittany's dad. Andrea says Brittany's dad. Well, I don't know about that. I would need more information before I can figure that out. You're just assuming he's just some crazy psychopath who wants to punish his daughter. That's what you're assuming but then but then what you have to do is you have to take into account that the court is letting all that happen and no one's looking into it is that really what we're to think and then we have to take the uh take the word of britney spears who seems batshit crazy i don't know i think she has a wonderful dad he seems like a wonderful sweet man who cares about his daughter you guys are fucking ignorant He's father of the year, in my opinion. Money-grubbing father, Dean, says. How the fuck do you know? You don't know that. So you're telling me that uh, uh, Nick says uh, Howard Stern, asshole of the day, always. Howard's a dick. Fuck Howard. Everybody always kisses that guy's ass. Howard can suck my dick. Howard sucks shit. I've always thought he was an asshole. I hate it when people kiss Howard's ass. Oh, he's a pioneer. fuck that. Somebody would have figured it out. I don't don't give him any credit. He can suck my asshole when I'm shitting. Uh, Dean says we are ignorant because we listen to this stupid podcast. Is that the best you can do? Is that really the best you can do? Isn't there some hay to be bailed? You know, does your sister know that she's paying you to watch this shit? Get to work, slob holy shit alright what are you guys doing ok folks have a great rest of your day happy, fa- happy belated father's day to uh, Britney, Britney Spears father he's a wonderful man you guys are all idiots talk to him on the Patreon bonus patreon.com slash Eric till next time folks have a good one thank you bye bye